You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Here comes the Rick and Bubba show again. Another hour on another day. And the kickoff hour is behind us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy handled that. The rest of Team Rick and Bubba now taking the field. Uh, the Lord of the Jacket is our intern at 866-WE-BE-BIG as he takes phone calls today. Eddie Van Adler settles into the YouTube option. He gives you the YouTube uh, look at Rick and Bubba, either live and or archived. Uh, if you're one of the over 100,000 subscribers to our YouTube channel, enjoy uh, the Rick and Bubba content today, however you want it. Also, there's a best of hour that appears on Blaze TV as well. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, back again this weekend. We'll give you a, a preview uh, what we'll be talking about, uh, so uh, be sure you're you're uh, standing by to get that. So this weekend you can grab that wherever you get podcast, uh, and then we'll kind of roll through the stories uh, of the day. Uh, we got uh, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, come on in. Greg, say nobody. Nobody rides for free. Nobody, nobody. Nobody, baby. Jackson Brown, the Boulevard. It's one of my favorite Jackson Brown songs. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that's that one. How you like running one. on empty? I do. I like that. You like that one? Where are you with Jackson Brown? Uh, you know, uh, he he was very popular back when I first discovered the radio, you know, mm-hmm. as, yeah. a, uh, as a young teen. Um no, I, I like his songs. I mean, I I've never been to a Jackson Brown no. concert or anything. Uh, I think I may have he, gone uh, once. I don't really recall. It seems like he ends up in the love stories of a lot of the starlets mm-hmm. that are in uh, Hollywood. Okay. So uh, yep. he uh, at, at one time the joke was he was the Hollywood welcome wagon. Well, uh, he he made the guitar playing count, didn't he? <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, you, you said you've never seen him. No, I, I if I, I may have, I said I think I may have, and I don't. You recall. have, have he, I? He opened for Tom Petty. I never. I, I did. You. I did see him. Okay, at Oak Mountain. Also, he he played in town last night. Did he really? Yes, now I thought that's weird. why you were playing the. I Are thought that. Yes. I had no idea. No, my, I didn't know that. My wife went with her mom last night. Well, now, that is so weird. Well, here's what I want to know, Adler. Okay, because you know how this happens. First of all, Jackson Brown right now is one of those people that when he got a certain age, he does not look like the person you remember at all. No, I mean he yeah, doesn't. He beard, doesn't. He the did, beard really right. changed. He didn't yes. look remotely like himself. Okay, like, that's what we think he looks like, yeah. but he looks like that. That's his uh, new look. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, you talk about completely different, unrecognizable as an older man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, someone who saw him in this state. Now, Greg and I saw him when he was still willing to play the hits a little. Oh bit. yeah. 
But I understand that, that he hit a run in these theaters where you go see him and he doesn't play anything you've ever heard of. Oh, uh, is, is, is he doing that? She said he sounded great because there have been times where he uh, was yeah. kind of struggling. So, so he did the hits? He quote sounded great. I didn't ask if he played the hits. Okay, I'd like to see you follow up on that. I was in, I was in, I was asleep. You're Where very sleepy. Will you today follow up on that? Alabama theaters. But don't you think she would have been complaining if that had not happened? Yes. Yeah. yeah so it's probably yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyways, but I think um, for him, and I know Greg, you agree with me. The Pretender is his best song. That's a good. Song. That, great song. That's a fantastic song. The Loadout is fun. Yeah. Uh, I know you think it's a little corny. Yeah, uh, Bubba would love the Loadout. <laughs> uh, you're running it's on the long, empty right Boulevard. Empty. Love yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. 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 Tender is the night. Yeah. I'm alive. Yeah, I like it. I'm, it's, I'm okay. it's okay. It's no, okay. No. No. Tender is the night. I'm probably Jackson Brown. That girl can sing. I'll that girl, yeah, sings that's good. a good. One. She wasn't good. much good at fooling around, but uh, that, that girl, girl can sing. sing. So I probably am about a seven on Jackson Brown. Hmm. Oh, that's seven got and a half. To be somebody's sure. be. That's right. A good one. I'm probably about a seven and a half. About a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Then that's a high score. Well, he he's a legend. I mean, he's hey, covered no, no he's covered many legend. decades. No doubt, no doubt, and a lot of things. Do you know who uh, who he was a great influence over? And they said he drove them crazy. All they could hear is him playing piano underneath them the whole time they were all rooming together. Was the Eagles? Yeah. They said, "My goodness, yeah. Jackson Brown was underneath us in the staying in the little loft below us. And he played that <laughs> piano twenty four seven. Isn't That's it funny? Really? When you have, when you have he, talent of that level, yeah. and they're Didn't they're in close proximity of each other." What's the famous Eagle song? Greg, Standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Oh, he, you think he co-wrote Take It Easy? I think so. Did you really? You ever notice the prominent banjo in that song? No, I have not. You've never noticed that? It's well, you're going to hear it coming back. Yeah. It was written. <laughs> it was originally written by Jackson Brown in 1972. Attaboy, Greg. Okay. How do I bring that in there? And then the well, song well. was later co-written with his friend, uh, Glenn Fry. Here we go. Do you yep. know who wrote Heartache Tonight? No. Bob Seger. That's right. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. That is a mm-hmm. yeah. Sieg. Uh, it's a big day on the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is our little music trivia segment. Like I'm listening to a music podcast. Here. Bubba, big big day today. I see you say Travis Taylor may call. Had a conversation with Travis yesterday. <laughs> didn't didn't close that didn't close that circle yesterday afternoon. Big day so we'll yesterday see. on the UFO here. Oh, it was big wow, day. Really was. I was just yes. waiting on, on an alien to walk in. I mean, yeah. big big day yesterday. We'll break it down. We'll be I was back. Just Nancy Pelosi, Greg. Oh, <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, uh, here on the program, Bubba's liver became quite the topic. Uh, yeah, and, and and right now, Bubba, if I if you could get your mic down there, I'd like to talk to your liver. Uh, so you, 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 right, would you mind? You, you, I'm not, you, well, I just want to talk to it about it. I know we've mistreated you, Liver, and I know that we throw a lot of things at you. And you have over 500 functions that are very important to Thank us. You, and I want to apologize on behalf of all human beings for mistreating our livers. So, uh, so anyway, and, it's I'm, an and I'm glad organ. you're feeling better. You know, and it's thank, an amazing organ. And, I, and I'm amazed you're regenerating yourself because yeah, we had to cut is. a lot of you off. Yeah. Uh, very but, starfish-like. Yeah, but how about this? Fatty liver. I mean, if you have fatty liver, and we think that there's uh, over 100 million Americans who have fatty liver because of the things we throw at it. I mean, we throw hot cholesterol and foods, just uh, processed foods, alcohol, toxins, overuse of Tylenol, overuse of statins, cigarettes. Uh, and, and so what that means is you're now three and a half times more likely to have some cardiac event. I'm so, I hated to tell you that. Uh, but anyway, um, and, and then when you have sluggish fatty liver, makes you gain weight. Makes you lose energy. Uh, that's no fun. 
so why don't we take care of our liver and stop abusing it? And liver health formula is one of the ways you can do that. It's all natural. It's an all natural supplement. It's got 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect the liver. And it's made right here in the United States of American, uh, America, and American doctors have approved it. Uh, if you'd like to find out more, here's what you need to do. Go to getliverhelp.com slash Bubba. Again, it's all natural. Getliverhelp.com slash Bubba. Now, if you use that URL, they're going to give you a free bottle of their blood sugar formula that will reduce sugar cravings when you order that today. Okay? Getliverhelp.com slash Bubba, the blood sugar formula. We'll be free. All right, so um, as we come back, Bubba, we, we have a lot to unpack on the program today. First of all, I want to tell you that we uh, we got a new Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming out uh, this weekend. We'll be interviewing A.J. Rice. You may not recognize that name, but he's a big player behind the scenes, and you'll be surprised how many of uh, the conservative voices out there that, uh, that he plays a behind-the-scenes role in what they do. And he has written uh, a book called The Woking Dead, uh, how society's vogue virus destroys our culture. Uh, and this is all about, and it's a bunch of vignettes, which I like a book written that way because, you know, the chapters are short and, and right to it. And, and it's all a game plan on, uh, on how uh, America can, can save itself going forward. Uh, and we'll talk to him about that. And he, and he also uses a lot of comedy. And, you know, you and I love to use comedy to make a point. Uh, so uh, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's a fun read, uh, but it's also pretty important because of what's ahead. And hopefully uh, we can talk to him, and this book can maybe make give us some hope that what's going on right now cannot sustain itself. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't think it can, but but we'll see, and, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully he's right. Uh, but yesterday, Bubba, wow, the UFO hearings. I, I mean, I, I heard them blaring out of your office, and um, <laughs> I know that you at one time think there there's a chance that Travis Taylor may, may call us from Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, but what what was what did you take away from at least what you got to got to uh, gather yesterday? Well, I know we'll, you didn't watch all we'll, of it. We'll have some audio clips a little later in the show. Okay. Uh, Addie's still getting those together. But okay. I, I think the big thing was you know this was a topic we didn't talk about. It didn't exist. Yeah. It was played down. Uh, part of the testimony yesterday was the fact that commercial pilots, when they see odd things in the air, they're encouraged not to report it. And there's not a valid reporting system, and I think that you will see that uh, come about so we can track these kind of things uh, and keep a better eye on it. But you, we Can I interject did, something right there? Because yeah, I want to see yeah, if I'm right. Yeah. So I was going in and out of your office, but I thought I heard on that topic, which is why I wanted to get it before you move on, that one of the guys said that he thinks the reporting percentage is about 5%. 5%. Did I hear that right? Yes, that is okay. correct. All right. And uh, hmm. so, you know, without without good field data, you're never going to get answers to things. But uh, the bottom line is these things that are being seen, and they had one of the pilots uh, that had the uh, tic tac, uh, you know. So the, hard because you have yeah, the, well, you the social platform. Well, you want to say tic tac, yeah, yeah. tic tac. Um, and, you know, he, he's a very credible witness. I mean, he he's a lifelong pilot. He's, uh, you know, he had uh, all this experience and he saw these things and uh, was an eyewitness to it, and uh, it, it's really hard to debunk what he's saying. I mean, he had no reason to mislead everybody. And uh, so, but the fact that this was never talked about, and now it is being talked about, and I know they didn't roll out an alien body or anything, well. but I think that they're probably closer than ever because a lot of the testimony, uh, one of the witnesses uh he said he couldn't, because of the security clearance, he couldn't 
comment on it in an open hearing like right. that, but was willing to testify in a skiff, you know, private uh, area with the people who had the correct security clearance and. So, uh, but Adler has has a clip here. Maybe this will uh, be one of them. Yeah, we'll we hear. Right. This is the this was the non-human, right? Okay. Yeah, Which, yeah, the, yeah, That clip. Yeah. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Non-human. Oh, my. Under oath, he yeah. said it. Just, just the fact that this is being talked about, I think, is a major step forward and uh, hopefully will lead to more answers uh, in the future. But it, it is very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was... Um, you see other... A couple, a couple other channels of, are running these stories about it yeah. today, too. There's a couple of other interactions that were kind of weird about... Uh, physical harm and uh, like it, it, it's just weird it went to weird places like no we hadn't just seen them it's like people have been hurt yeah he, he did say that in the process <laughs> now, who is this cat who is this guy that, that is uh, there's three of them yeah. there was three Who's Grush? He, he is the guy Grush. who actually was on the uap secret task force UAP. that travis taylor was on okay. and he is the one who has said that people were hurt Re or unengineering yeah, these things. This is this, and this is, that is the, Let's here. see if the clip. This is it. Right? Yeah, this is uh, Speedy sent. It's the one about hostile. Are they hostile? Yeah. Um, at one point, you had said that there there there, there uh, has been harmful activity or aggressive activity. Has any of the activity um, been aggressive, been um, hostile in your reports? Uh, I know of multiple colleagues of mine that got physically injured. And uh, the activity, and I got to by by UAPs or by by people within the the federal government. Both. Okay, yeah. so yeah. there has been activity by by alien or non non human technology and or beings that has caused harm to humans. Uh, I can't get into the specifics in a, an open environment, but at least the activity that I personally witnessed, and I have to be very careful here, because uh, you don't, you know, they tell you never to acknowledge tradecraft, right? So what I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. Can, I, I, pardon and, pardon and my I, ignorance on this. Why can't we do, I thought that's why we're here, to discuss well, this in the public forum. Because yeah. of his security clearance and because of what he does for the Air There's Force. always this. See, there's always <clears throat> that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but he, he did say that he had testified to two committees in Congress that had the clearance to hear what he had to say prior to this hearing. <clears throat> and he told these, the ones that had the, clearing, uh, the clearance, he would be glad to meet with them in, a, in an environment where he could discuss it. So, And, you know, is this guy, is he crazy? Um, I know personally two people who know him who say that he is not. So, 
you know, I, I don't, I don't know where you, you, where you weigh that. Well, you know me, and I'm not saying this is always right, and I, and we've talked about this in the past, but this is just our personality. If this guy is not exaggerating, right, or is just not telling the truth, because you know sometimes it's right. both. Right, you Could know, some, some people are not completely untruthful; they just exaggerate, and uh, and there's a, there's some truth there, and or there's just complete liars. But if I saw and experienced what he claims he did. There's no way you could keep me quiet. Right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, everybody would know. Well, I mean, I, I, I think mean, it, it's I all think... I, it's all I would talk about. I mean, it's like it's like people would say, "Don't have lunch with Burgess yeah. guy." I'm gonna tell you, he's gonna tell you about. How many books would you have out? By I'd now? have so many books out. <laughs> my, my my book series would be hard to keep up with. I crank them out quicker than Max Licato. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Real them busy. Out. Yeah. So I think what he's trying to do because all these guys, my have... speaking tour, I wouldn't need y'all. He, he has come. Okay. He's come forward. On the under the whistleblower status, right? And he's trying not to be in trouble by breaking his security clearance, but he's still trying to get this information out. He feels like everybody needs. To but know. I thought that's what yesterday was about. Well, and and a lot did come out, but some of it is still classified. And they talk about the fact they think a lot of it is overclassified. And should be declassified yeah. so they can talk. Yeah. About he was able to it. confirm things, but couldn't go into detail on right. some of it. See there, it. I know. There's I know always that. I know you hate can that. I not? Let's go. <laughs> I know. Let's I know. Go. I want to see more. <laughs> Let's I want to see an alien. Let's go. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Through, and we'll get some more excerpts from yesterday's whatever those were. UA UFO alien uh, interviews. Um, relief factor. I'm telling you. I already had my first pack today. And boy, is my back feeling better, too. Thank you, Relief Factor. 100% natural research-based formula created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. That's the body's natural inflammatory response function. Uh, That's what causes and makes and pains, folks, from exercise, overexertion, aging, everyday living. Uh, Would you like to join Betty from West Virginia? Uh, She's uh, one of many letters that we get. She said, the results, boys, borderline on amazing. My knee pain is totally gone. The throbbing gone from my arthritic thumb uh, joint, uh, and it's also reduced the pain from an arthritic so- uh, a shoulder with bone spurs. Yeah, those are awful. Uh, I know that uh, I'm go- maybe stepping out here, but for some reason I'm even thinking my de- digestive is working better. Thank you. A little TMI there, Betty, but thank you. Uh, let me tell you, uh, Relief Factor, these botanicals are all natural. You can use them every day, unlike a lot of other pain management things. And and that's not to you know me to be mean about them because they never came on the market saying, yeah, take us every day. Uh, they're not designed for that, uh, and they can help in the short term. But Relief Factor is something that can be uh, used as management every day. Uh, all natural, and if you'd like to get yours, three-week supply, nineteen ninety-five. Now, after three weeks, you'll know. The majority of the people that order this quick start pack, they go on to keep using it just like uh, yours truly. So relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so more video and audio from yesterday's hearings. What were they called? I, of course, you know, you and I, we, we haven't moved to the term, <laughs> was it called? UAP. UAP. I, I, can't UAP. Do, I can't do UAP. UAP. That, you know what that sounds like? A community call. UFO hearings. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I'm just calling it UFO hearings. UFO hearings. 
So, uh, and, and supposedly we're going to get to the bottom of everything, except people won't tell us everything. Right. Uh, and but, as, uh, as, so, as, as crazy as AOC is, Bubba had said yesterday that she actually did a decent job. I know where she's going with this, and I know why she's going with it, but it is a fair question for this. And uh, I hope it's the right one. We just yeah. pulled uh, a section of her yeah, asking questions. Let's, let's hear it. For the record, if you were me, where would you look? Titles? Programs, departments, regions, if you could just name anything. Um, and I, I put that as an open question to the three of you. I'd be happy to give you that in a closed environment. I can tell you specifically. Thank you. Um, Commander Fravor? And I would say, and I've told people, that you, you have to know where to look. They're not going to divulge it to you because of the classification levels. But if you know where to look and who to talk to, which is exactly what Mr. Grush can point you, then you, then you have them. Okay. Mr. Graves? I was an operator, so I was defending on folks like Mr. Garage to do that homework. Okay. Thank you very much. I yield back Adler, to can you hold that right there? I don't can understand that question. Out. What's she talking about? Uh, she is saying, where do I go to see how they're funding this? AOC was... F funding what? The, the, the UFO projects and holding this information okay. and keeping up with flying saucers because we we can't find it in the budget. The money behind the programs? Right. The, basically, follow the money, and that's what she's saying. Now, I know in the greater cause of things, uh, and these are legitimate questions for this, in the bigger picture, AOC would love to point to the Defense Department wasting money and we need to cut it. Mm. That's the bottom line. That's what she's trying to get that's where to. That's the trail she's and, on. And, and while I wouldn't agree with her for the same reason, it certainly needs to be looked at because Congress does have an oversight uh, authority in this. And um, he, he was saying they, they put it under, and Gresh at one point uh, just flat out said, look, they, they misappropriate funds. They put it here. They move it there. I mean, you know, we all see these stories about a $500 wrench. Well, right. obviously that wrench was not five hundred dollars. Right. I mean, it was probably pretty close to what we pay for it, and then that other money put somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But all right, so we got another clip. Right, is that what that was? Is she yeah. saying how do I find out yeah. how we fund? What yeah, how pretty do, much. How do I yeah. dig yeah. deeper? Yeah. yeah, what programs are funding all this, and how do we know? And how do we find out? You said you wanted a freeze frame on this shot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, just for a minute, because Rick, you see, uh, uh, David Gresh in the middle uh -huh. over his left shoulder. That is George Knapp, who is the uh, author, and, and he's been Coast on, to Coast. And he he did Coast to Coast, Skinwalker Ranch. He's involved in a lot of that kind of stuff, okay? Which one? Uh, right over the his— That guy, it Beard? Would be to the left Beard? of David Grash. Beard? No, guy with his, uh, his uh, hand on his cheek. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay that mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. Okay. That, that's George so, so on Our his left, right. his if right. I'm, yeah, Grash's right shoulder. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> to his left— is Clapper, the former CIA chief. No, no. Bubba, you, you're right, saying to his, his right, left. His right, our his left. Right. My yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. left. Yeah, back the other way. The other way. Yeah. Now, that guy? I, I think that's Clapper. He looks like him. I'm not sure, but it looks like him. So anyway, there was a lot of folks. But, all right, so these, these three right here, mm -hmm. all right, so we either have to say they're all crazy, yeah. all right, or they're I mean, they're legit. Like the guy from Israel yesterday we talked about with this high clearance saying, guys, we – now, when he said we have an underground facility at Mars, I thought that was a little much. But uh, sure. Now, so are all these people yeah, insane? You're, are you gonna so, go with that? So I, I don't know what, what. How do we? How do we process? Well, this? Well, remember, you, you're given two categories. I actually think there's three. Okay. I think there's total nut job. All right. I think there's reliable, and then I think there's the exaggerator. 
So there's actually three. Okay. And the exaggerator has partial truths. Mm-hmm. He, he just he he's not getting the reaction uh, that he thought he'd get, so he adds a little something else. Okay. Uh. So so the and, and <laughs> you know and so that I actually think there's three categories. So so David Gresh, like the guy went too far with the Mars Underground it, thing. It, right. In the, in the middle is a former U.S. intelligence <laughs> right. official. Uh, he still holds uh, high level clearances. Uh, the gentleman on our right in this was actually one of the pilots that uh, mm-hmm. encountered the Tic Tac video. Okay. Tic Tac Toe. And did he say there's one as big as a football field or something? Uh, they 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 described. And I don't know if you have that clip or not. It was pretty interesting. They said at Vandenberg Air Force Base at one time they had a UFO come and hover over it as big as a football field for yeah. about forty five seconds. One of the launch sites. And then and then disappear out. So see, that's they, what I'm talking about, right there. Okay, right there. Is he crazy, or is the truth make him sound crazy? How many people will be able to see a, a craft as big as a football football field? How many people were in that area? Should have been a bunch, right? Yeah. A lot of them at a lot. That's, that's, that's a big. That's a big craft. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm talking to Wingo now about ducks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that that's that's that, that's a big craft. Yeah. craft. Forty five seconds, long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean for, oh. I mean as far as everybody going, mm. I saw it too. I can take a picture now. Oh, sure. I mean I can get my phone out. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. enough time. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the with the yeah, tic tac that's a commercial and a half. <laughs> with the tic tac, the, the pilot was saying that they had, you know, radar he did not, he didn't have radar images on his plane. But he said two of the ships that were involved in the right. battle group did have it. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's a it, it's it's a head scratcher. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You got another clip? This yeah. is about inter interdimensional okay. <clears throat> things. No. Oh. With that being said, you had mentioned that there's. Oh, I'm still in uh, fast forward. Yes, mode. you Sorry. are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I'm screening up these I'm clips, I'll say wow. Shapiro. That guy yeah. was really. In a I hurry. thought for a minute That's they were interviewing Greg. Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing on that. Come on, let's go. Before you roll that, can I point out one more thing? I don't think we can see it in this video. They all look real tired. Rick, look, look right here. Rick, look at this thing. There's a guy hiding back here. Limping. The guy behind this guy right here. Oh, touching the TV. He has blonde hair and he's wearing very dark sunglasses, and you only see him in a few clips. Really, he was. It was very bizarre for him to be in that. I thought it's okay. clearly he didn't. Really, clearly an alien. It. Could be. Yeah. Right. Here's they're talking about interdimensional stuff. Thank you. With that being said, you have mentioned that there's interdimensional p- potential. Could you expound on that? Oh uh, yeah. To answer your first question, and you know, I'm here as a fact witness and expert, but I, I will give you a, uh, a theoretical framework at least to work off to kind of espouse uh, crashes, uh, regardless of uh, you know your level of sentience. Right? You know, planes crash, cars crash, n number of sorties. What, however high, a small percentage are going to end in you know mission failure, if you will, as we say in the in the Air Force. Uh, and then in terms of uh, multidimensionality, that kind of thing, the the framework. Uh, that I'm familiar with, for example, is something called the holographic principle. Uh, both, uh, it's, it derives itself from general relativity and uh, quantum mechanics. And that is, if you want to imagine uh, a 3D object s- such as yourself casting a shadow onto a 2D surface, uh, that's the holographic principle. So you can be projected, quasi-projected from higher dimensional space to lower dimensional. It's a scientific trope that you can actually cross, literally, as far as I understand, but there's probably guys of PhDs that we could probably but, argue about that. But you have yeah. not seen any documentation that that's what's occurring. Uh, only a, theory. a theoretical framework discussion. And, and Rick, the question... When did you stop listening, the, Rick? The question leading up to that, but he, here's what... He, the question to begin with... I need with an alien to come out. <laughs> ...was the, the, the congressperson said 
So I'm supposed to believe that people traveled light years to get here, and they crash. They can't navigate right. once they get here. Kind of like and, some and, stuff with you and And, and his saying. his answer was, it really doesn't matter how le- how high level technology said everything malfunctions at some point. So that's why he was indicating there could be crashed alien ships on the planet. Okay. Now the other thing he was getting into quantum physics and about interdimensional traveling and all that, which really, you know, was all theoretical. Yeah. And and that was uh, because we because we saw these crafts moving at at at, at speeds and, and doing maneuvers that would not be physically possible from what we know, right? Is, is that why they kind of asked that question, Bub, about interdimensionality or whatever? Well, I think he was asking like we've asked. Yep. Uh, are these people coming through a wormhole or are they physically getting here? I, I thought it was a good question. Yeah. I was hoping we would cross into entanglement. Rick Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're looking at the hearings or whatever they were yesterday. Playing some of the clips. Hey, your phone calls now. Lord of the Jacket is ready to go. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you, too, but we'll play another clip here uh, from the... Is, is the word hearings right? Yeah, I think hearings is correct. All right, hearings. Yeah. So um, I, I'm a little gray on what we're doing, but right. no pun intended. Uh, but there's a, there's a, uh, there's a, a little story gray. On it. I'm a little gray That's on good, it. That's good, Rick. Thank you. Look, I, I'm going to finish well. Yeah. There's a story uh, that we have on it, but it's a, it's a boring read, uh, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, just UFO hearings, I guess. Yeah, uh, we were talking in the break. Um, this is this is this is maybe a, a Greg point of view here. Could they? Could they? Could this just be to throw us off? Like, is all this just made up crap that that they're trying to throw us off? Now, who's throwing of, us off? I don't know. I'm just asking because well, the it's, government it's, it's is hard. a bunch of actors yeah, acting it, things out every day, yeah. so it probably is. Well, it's just it's just too hard. I know it for me. It's just like what? Well, throwing you off of what? I don't know. Hunter Biden's case did have a hearing yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I don't yeah, think they halted this is, it. I don't know. It just all sounds so crazy. By the way, is it true yesterday that the that the what? judge told Hunter Biden to get a job? Yes. Yes. I know. I know. She held up all this. Well, she, she goes, "Is this saying she, he's going to be cleared of other things?" Well, hang on. He's an artist, though. Yeah. yeah she she yes. really ripped that to shreds, and they've got to come back in thirty days with a better plan. So I love that. But I, you know, I don't. I don't think I don't one news story absolutely steals the headlines nowadays. I mean, we all can digest more than one news story. Now I will tell you this: I was much more interested in that than Hunter Biden's yeah. hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just. <laughs> He tried to about. He tried to about. We got yeah. aliens stacked up in closets. I yeah, mean, yeah. that's. Uh, I'm just throwing that on the table. That's, that's going to get my attention. Yeah. yeah uh, well, what I'm saying is, Speedy. Let's follow that I logic. Don't know. Out. I don't know. What are the, What could they be trying to get our attention off of with I, it? Our, our aloof president, number one. Well, you can't hide that. Well, man. yeah. Maybe you did yesterday. Well, not yeah, and, well and, I, and I don't know what we're do this. To do. I'm just, not, I'm just throwing hey, that up. Why don't we're not we walk, playing any Biden clips this morning. <laughs> why, why don't we walk? <laughs> the, why don't we walk this all the way out? Yeah, hear from phone calls all and right. then come back and then we'll do a segment <laughs> on what are some theories here? Yeah, because I, I, I have know. some thoughts. Yeah, and and we all have some thoughts. Sure. on the on you know, and there's all kinds of possibilities. Uh, and I will tell you this: I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Did, did anybody here know? Let's see this one about the large UFO over Vandenberg Air Force. Right. Oh boy, here we go. My <laughs> next question would actually be for Mr. Graves. Um, can you please explain to me in detail the event that occurred at Vandenberg Air Force Base? Certainly. Uh, in the 2003 time frame, uh, a large group of Boeing contractors were operating near one of the launch facilities at Vandenberg Air Force Base when they observed a very large 100-yard sighted uh, red 
square uh, approach the base from the ocean and hover at low altitude over one of the launch facilities. Um, this object remained for about 45 seconds or so before darting off over the mountains. Um, there was a similar event within 24 hours later in the evening. Uh, this was a morning event, uh, I believe 8.45 in the morning. Later in the evening, post-sunset, uh, there were uh, reports of other sightings on base, uh, including some aggressive behaviors. Uh, these objects were approaching some of the security guards at rapid speeds uh, before darting off. Uh, and this is information that was received through one of the uh, witnesses that have approached me at Americans for Safe Aerospace. Was this documented in any official form, whether it was a police blotter? Yes, they had uh, official documentation and records from the event that the witness uh, held over the years. And I'm not going to ask you to do it right now for time reasons, but you'd be able to sketch what was witnessed, correct? And you've, have you seen that before on any other equipment and or during your flight time? I have not seen what they've described. Um, this object was uh, estimated to be almost the size of a football field, um, and I have not seen anything personally that large. That's Good big. night. That's big. Um, all right, so we, on an Air Force base. Wow. Vandenberg, which yeah. is, yeah. we launch, you know, rockets there too. So yeah. it's, In it's 2003, it is alleged that an aircraft as big as a football field yes. hovered over a military base. Yes. You see, it was square. And, and then shot in, into uh, over the mountains. Came back <laughs> for dinner. I don't know. Came back <laughs> and yeah. did it again. Yeah. yeah. And then shot away again. Mm -hmm. And 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 we don't cover that and we don't talk about that. Is it the famous, we don't want everybody to be in hysteria? Do we tell everybody who saw it you're not allowed to speak of it? I mean, we have this, and y'all mentioned it, commercial pilots saying they were told not to talk publicly about UFOs uh, or they would lose their jobs. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so, uh, so at the at, at the military, I, I understand, because it was military, that they can get everybody on the same page, say we're not talking about this. Right. I understand right. that. Right. Right. I'm just wondering why. I, it seems like to me if, if giant football field-sized aircraft are hovering over our military right. bases, it's to me – that's probably something mm -hmm. that you know we're, we want to take serious. Yeah. If they uh, saw yeah. Will Smith there with shades on, we're in trouble. Right. Welcome to <laughs> Earth. You know? Yeah, but I, I mean, because that, that that feels like you know, yeah, like, we, like I guess what I'm well, saying that, is you're talking about a national security threat that, now, not a bunch of yeehaws out yeah. spotting things in the sky right. that they don't know what, it or is. even yahoos. Yeah, that but, too. but but I will say this, and they're and the, the others just as bad. But I will say this: if we had aircraft from any enemy. Hover over our Air Force base, leave, come back and do it again. We'd be talking about declaring war. I mean, we 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 would be, you know, that's a hostile mm -hmm. thing. Air, our airspace, yeah, airspace, all this. Well, shooting we, at it. We had China uh, float something over our airspace. Well, we didn't we, declare we, war. We, we, we did. Yeah, but you know what I mean. If they took like aircraft, right, and hovered over, we'd be shooting. I mean, it, <laughs> something. It, it, why would I shoot at it? <laughs> Right. Maybe maybe we're afraid it's going to shoot back and it's got a bigger gun. Can I ask well, a one, serious question? The, the pilot the way, why do we yesterday always assume that, addressed, they, that they got more than we got. They yeah, may not. The pilot addressed something yesterday with the TikTok. Uh, yeah. He was asked if tic -tac. he ever, if TikTok, if he ever armed his missile and tried to lock onto it, and he said, "I did not because it was not making a hostile move toward me." Right. I was just observing it, and I'm like, Rick, I go oh, back man. to, I know they got to be careful what they're shooting up there, but, uh, you know, I go to the legend killer. I, I believe I lock on and well, see what it does. Yeah, I, you know? I, guys, if I see an aircraft floating over my military base for 45 seconds as big as a football, football field and it right. comes back for dinner, I'm sorry. You can't yeah. keep me shut about it. You shut right. up about it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah.
This is uh, them asking about reverse engineering. How much time? It's uh, 25 seconds. Okay, quickly. Um, Are you aware of any individuals that are participating in reverse engineering programs for non-terrestrial craft? Personally, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know any that would be willing to testify if there were protections for them? Certainly closed door and assurances uh, that breaking their NDA, they're not going to get um, administratively punished for okay. so. Reverse it's always engineering. That. It's always that. All right, we'll come back. Your phone calls are next. Mm-hmm. And, and Helms has a question. I got a serious question. And Helmsy question. has a serious question. About this. We got all that. We're unpacking, guys. We're Seriously. unpacking. We're on the trail. We're on the trail. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. From sweet home Alabama to the world. We are now reviewing yesterday's hearings uh, where different people are sitting there telling us they've seen alien spacecraft, they've seen non-human remains, um, and uh, government officials are trying to get to the bottom of things that that may or may not have happened. Uh, So we're unpacking all of that. It's intriguing. Uh, Helmsy, you had a question before we go to phone call. Listen, probably a dumb question. But That's fine. Look, on, on this there show, are no dumb questions. On this show, there are, well, I would disagree with that. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is we, we, we take dumb questions just like good ones. Well, I mean, and y'all know me. Listen, unless it's these days, unless it's God, family, and tennis, it doesn't enter my world. Right. And so this is when I get to listen to these things, just like the rest of our audience. I mean, I mean you guys are a news source for me. Okay, whether you like it or not. No, so when you I, know what? I hear that a lot out there because people are so tired yeah. of the way news is cranked out now. They say this is where they go to hear the breakdown of the story. And, and it is a discussion of the news. Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many times this is when I hear things for the first time. And so, but I do have this question. Are, and I know in the past, and rightly so, our country has been a little arrogant. Mm-hmm. We're number one. Mm-hmm. And rightly so. Mm-hmm. And I and don't know that that's the case these days when I look around and see things, mm-hmm. but we can have that we've debate had days. for another day. We've had, we've had our moments. We've had better days. We've had better days. We've had better days. But are other countries studying these things, or are we the only ones? Why is it us that's studying this? And are we the only ones that the aliens or UPAs or UFOs are targeting? Like, What's are and maybe there is is somebody else I, looking at these things? I can answer some of that for you. Yes, other countries are. Most of them do not have the resources. They don't have the investment in air forces around the globe. They don't have the investment in the space program we do. So they don't do it to the level we do it. But we do know that the Russians have disclosed uh, issues they've had, and they have looked at it also. And it goes back to a bigger question that Speedy brought up earlier. Is this a way to get us to look around at things and distract us? And and on a bigger scale, you brought up the country I was hoping you would. China, they're pretty smart, too, and they got a lot of technology. Probably even some things that we don't have. Not real open, though. They don't, yeah, they, they, they don't, they don't tell a lot of stuff. They, well, Same with Russia. And, and, and probably shouldn't. Uh, we probably shouldn't tell some of the things that we tell. Probably. But... Are they distra- Are these countries distracting us with these types of things to get us to talk about it and not focus on the things that really matter? I don't know the answers. I just, I, I just, I, I, that's what my thought on this. Mm-hmm. Hearing it for the I, first time this morning and breaking this down, that's where I go. Can I tell you, it may surprise you since I'm co-host of the show, most of the stories we do on the show when I get here, it's the first time I'm hearing them as well. <laughs> 
I have no interest in, in, in being involved in this outside of here. You know it. Yeah. So so I get a fresh look at it. Yeah. I think I think that's a. Valid, it's a job requirement for me, so yeah, I, I have yeah. to. You have no choice. Yeah. I, I think that's a valid question. I think if you walk it out, though, you have to say. Okay, if this is made up and it is a distraction, what are they trying to hide or what are they trying to distract us from? Quite frankly, what could be bigger than we have alien bodies? Mm-hmm. Right, and, and I will I will take that thought. I was going to save it, but I, since we're going down the road, I'll go ahead and go uh, because this <laughs> is something the government has always done, always done. And I mean, throughout, the, not just our government, throughout tyrannical kings, throughout everything. The biggest weapon, and I'm not saying I think this is what's going on, but you asked the question, yeah. okay? I do not think it's set up to distract us from the Biden stuff, because I, like I said, I don't, I, I don't think you can do that I don't anymore. Either. Yeah. Right. Like you made that point, and I think it's a valid point. There was a time you could have done that right. when you only had three networks, yeah, but you can't read that. Everything's <laughs> covered now. But what governments have always done, and I'm not saying that's what's going on, but I, I'm, I'm the kind of guy I always start from things I know that we don't, know, that we don't deny. One of the greatest ways a government can get you to let them do things that you would not let them do to you is to scare you. We saw this during the pandemic. Yeah. If they can get you terrified and they can get you afraid, you then give up freedom. You give them more power because they do it with climate change. They come up and say, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, you're all going to die unless you let us do what we need to do. Yeah. We, we, we have to protect you. Yeah. And so I know normally it, in your constitution or wherever you, wherever right. your government set up, yeah. you, we're not allowed to do this. But in these circumstances, being attacked by who knows what, how can y'all sleep tonight if y'all keep limiting what we could do to protect you? Yeah. You, you got to turn us loose. You got to give us more power. You, 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 now that has been done forever. Yeah. And then of course that exact same narrative which has been around since the fall of mankind is also a narrative against the spiritual forces which i think all this is spiritual i'm not even saying that everybody's lying i think some people are telling you exactly what happened to them i just don't think it's terrestrial i think it's spiritual and so so anyway because there's just too many credible people that 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 and some are not credible but uh you know you have the the liars you have the the dependable and you have the exaggerators there's too many people that have had experiences that i think they really did have. Now, what it is, now that's a whole different ballgame. I tend to think spiritual and dimensional, which we've talked about, because I, I believe that to be true. And you have to forgive me, I'm currently in a study of the Revelation, and <laughs> trust me, uh, what we did yesterday would easily be alien beings walking around, everybody going, oh my gosh, it's aliens, and it's nothing but demons. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so anyway, um, I think it's one of those two things. If you think the government's doing it, they're not doing it to distract you. They're doing it to st- scare you so you'll give up freedoms and liberty you normally wouldn't. And you'll give them more power. You might even keep an administration in power that's supposed to go out. We saw that happen during World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it one? I can't remember. When, when did, when did uh, there, there was an attempt saying, I need to stay the president because the world is at war, and I know my time is up? Well, um, we, we had an election during right, World yeah, War II. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, there was, was it... I can't remember what it was, but somebody tried to, or was successful in doing it, or tried to extend their presidency, saying, "Hey, we're we, right now, we can't change leadership." But anyway, it's all the same narrative, yeah. uh, and so I tend to think if it's being made up or exaggerated, it's for that reason. And then the other is, it's all straight up. It's just not what we think it is. It's spiritual. Okay. I, I'm honestly, this may surprise y'all. I'm kind of leaving the camp that it's all made up. 
Mm-hmm. I'm starting to go there you myself. Know, but, I, I am. But I'm, I'm, I'm moving to on myself. to them. What is it? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Well, well, when he said we've got craft and we got the pilots that were flying them and they're not human. Uh, I just want to know, uh, but see, he he didn't have first. He has not yeah, seen it. Yeah, right. He knows said, somebody, somebody who's said. working on yeah. it, right? And that's that's still a big gap to jump over, mm-hmm. right? The people who actually have hands on have not come forward, yeah. and that would be revolutionary. Yeah, and, and to keep that's it, the next step, and to keep it in the road, just always go from let's start with what we know or what you believe to be the truth already, and build from there, and you usually can build a pretty. And we, we have a lot of history to look at, too, that can kind of show you maybe where some of this is going. And that's the other thing. So we have all these sightings and people saying that, but it's a big planet out there. Mm-hmm. Eight billion people across that globe. And it seems like we're the only ones that ever say anything about it. I think, to Bubba's point, what we may be, because I've seen their documentaries where people have had sightings all over the world. But I think it's almost like, take Rick and Bubba, Okay. If something happened at Rick's property, he certainly possibly documented it. Possibly. He's got some security cameras or whatever. But if something happened at Bubba's property, we're going to have a lot of documentation of it. And so the United States of America <laughs> has the ability to, to have a lot more yeah. gathering than some of these other countries. Yeah. But there there have been people claiming to see things all over the world. But uh, but spending time on it? That's and that's yeah. another yeah. thing. I yeah. mean, yeah. you know, and, and the Biden thing is we joke about that a lot about hiding that, but there are real I mean, we never really even talk about Russia and Ukraine anymore. We don't. They're still at war. Yeah, I forgot it was even going and, on. I mean, there's a lot of economic impact or decline in our country that's going on right now and we don't talk about it a whole lot. Yeah. So th- those are the things I'm talking about being distracted yeah. from. Yeah, and that's valid. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All over the country. They call it lightning on that one? No. No. Mutilation? Talking about the mutilation? Yeah, I'm talking about when you go, there ain't no blood in them and all that. Oh, yeah. John in Odenville, Alabama. Cut parts off. ZZK. Don't want to talk about it. John, go ahead. What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, I just want to call in. I want to preface it with I don't really believe this, but I do have a couple reasons why I think, you know, a government would fake aliens. Um, One would be, you know, it's – it would be a way to push their agenda. You know, if they had something they wanted to do, they could blame the aliens. Yes. You know, like, hey, climate control, aliens told us the uh, Earth's getting hot. We need to do this. Then the other reason would be we've got all this amazing alien technology. What other countries are going to want to mess with us? You know, it just gives us an upper hand on everybody else. I think those are a couple of valid reasons why we would fake it. Eight six six, we be big. Uh, Taylor, Starkville, Mississippi, yeah, ninety six one. Taylor, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. I would just like to remind everyone and caution everyone with this alien talk that this is the time for the shake and bake. Thank you, Taylor. Well said. That's a great point, too. Mm. You seen the latest? Anyway, hit, hit me in a break for that. <laughs> uh, we continue. Uh, let's I'm go out, to Ralph in Dublin, Georgia. Ralph, go ahead. Ralph. Yeah, I had about 25 years ago, my cousin thinks he saw a spaceship. And so I called a local newspaper reporter, and they went, and he spilled his guts to him, made front page of the paper. So then we got glow-in-the-dark paint put on our shoes and walked into his house, took the shoes off, put glow-in-the-dark paint in balloons and floated all around. We had a ball with it, but he was convinced 
that he saw his spaceship with his wife and children. You know what? You're a good cousin. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well, well played. That's exactly <laughs> what we would have done. I was in a hot tub one time, guys. I know. Well, We've heard hot tub. You've been go. drinking. Calm down. John in, John in Birmingham listening to ZZK. John, go. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say we should probably get that guy, Brett, from Kentucky as a point man on this congressional <laughs> investigation because it seems like he knows a lot more than who they've got in there right now. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what if they rolled yeah, him? I like how Brett, what it is. Brett didn't pull a clearance card on you. No. no. He didn't, he didn't no. say, I'll meet with you no. privately. No. no. Uh, so uh, <laughs> let me tell you what's happening. The um, let's go to uh, let's go to Logan and Clinton. Logan, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, today, man? Good. Good. Long time listener, real big fan of y'all, man. And, uh, Thank you. I was just wondering how these people think aliens are real. How would they get the material to build these space things? Well, I mean, if, if they can get here, yeah, if they can get here, them getting the material is not a big deal. No, it's yeah. not at all. <laughs> That's not a big step. How do we get material to build airplanes? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Human beings have built some pretty impressive things. If y'all were hunting and y'all saw a, a little gray walk through the hardwoods, would y'all would y'all come back to the lodge and tell everybody? No, I come back with him. I'm scared. I'm scared of the little gray. I come back with him. They would ask me what I'm shooting at when I unload. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Connor, uh, unfortunately, today we announce, uh, and others already have, Sinead O'Connor dead at 56. Wow, yes, it's young. Yeah, I know. She had a lot of problems, though, Rick. A lot of problems. Complicated situation. Uh, She was always uh, stirring things up. And, uh, you know, I was reading uh, some yesterday about her relationship with Prince. They they had kind of a love-hate relationship. Prince praised her version of the song in public, but behind the scenes, she says he was very mad that that she did it. Really, didn't like the. the I, I don't know how. Angel. How did she get the rights to do it if he didn't want her to do it to begin with? Well, it could be that on that song, or you know, he he had some wars with record companies. Yeah. So it may have been his publishing rights he sold. Right. And then that they person, the person it. who had yeah. it, let her do it. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, could be that. But so she, yeah, but she. Uh, she she had a real roller coaster of a life, and uh, you know. I, I, I read this story. I read it's so bizarre. I hate to even say it because Greg's gonna make fun of me for bringing it up. Right? Anyway. She says she was summoned to his home in <laughs> Minneapolis. She goes, and he is mad, and he wants to settle it with a pillow fight. And what? so he hands out pillows, but he put a piece of metal in his pillow and about knocked her out, according wow. to the story she tells. Oh, and that that she was then attacked. She said UFO and, on the way and had to escape and got to a neighbor's house and started ringing the doorbells on the way she got away. That's bizarre. Yeah, mm. that, listen, everything about her is bizarre. <clears throat> yeah, and and, and if I, I mean if you want to have a bizarre playoff when you got two people interacting, <laughs> Prince yeah. and Sinead O'Connor, <laughs> yeah, there's enough bizarre to go around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, more than you need. But you know, Greg had a theory earlier today. He's had this before, but we were talking about it. He said. I tend to think there's some indication that some of the weird things Prince did that he was just messing with people. Yeah, just yeah. seeing how just how see weird he, he could it. be to get how away with it. And, yeah, and he said like one time, a guy said he went to an audition and Prince demanded that that no lights be cut on. And he played in the pitch dark the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna sit here and all this. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember when Saturday Night Live used to make fun of it, he'd be like sitting in a clam, you know, what I mean? oh, stuff yeah. like that. I, I remember he, watching Letterman one night, and he comes out, and this is when he was the symbol. Yeah, and he plays the song, collapses. They drag him out the side door, 
And he's gone. And he's gone. And he played a song off his album that was not going to be released. He says off his latest record, which it cannot be purchased anywhere. Right. I mean, it's just, and, it's and, on a day pulling the he, he did it because he didn't want to talk to Letterman because Letterman had made him mad when he first got there about something. And they drug him out. The funny story is the Jimmy Fallon talking about playing ping pong. Now that's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That is hilarious. And he got real serious about it. Yeah. yeah. Asked really the boy that. what I did. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they also told a story about Michael Jackson going. I can't remember. Was it Chris Tucker that told the story that they went to see Prince somewhere? Prince notices Michael Jackson in the room that he's playing. It's, oh it's, yeah. What, and Prince comes off the stage, and he's playing the guitar, and he gets right in Michael's face. And then Chris Tucker is telling the story, and, and they go backstage to meet him or talk to him after the concert. And he he was imitating Michael. He said, why would you play that guitar right in my face? Right. <laughs> Do you well, ever me, hear him tell that yeah, story? Yeah, no, let funny. me tell you something. And Chris Tucker has, like, come back on the scene now. Yeah. He disappeared yeah, for yeah. a long time. Well, in that movie. He's, he's in a movie. And right he now. came back on the scene, so people have been playing, like, older interviews. Mm-hmm. But his whole – he has a whole – montage of Michael Jackson stories. For yeah. some reason, Michael Jackson and Chris Tucker developed a relationship, oh, wow. and he does a perfect impression of the phone calls he got from Michael yeah. throughout his career. It was fun. The yeah. one I heard yeah. was fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, you're right. And he does a good Michael, too. That's <laughs> amazing. Why don't you play the guitar on my face? <laughs> my, Michael had a friend that was older than 15. Yeah, I know. All right. And you realize right. that's in the news today. Michael's in the news today. Oh, no, oh, is really? Yeah, it, I hope we don't have to go through this. Michael Jackson's sexual abuse lawsuits could be revived by the appeals court. Um, so they they, we, they may come back into the headlines again. Well, how, mm-hmm. how can, I mean, he's gone. How does that ever, I mean, how does that? So he's a state, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Where'd you ever come down on all that? Do you, what, do you, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those I things. Know. It's almost like leaving never. I don't. I don't want to know. You talking about that documentary? It's so, it's so I know. crazy. I just don't want. But know. we know how documentaries are. I know. They uh, make you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have That's, a narrative, they want. I hope they're not true. I fear they were. Well, no, no, no. And it's well, it's hard to think about. It's back to the you know, like I, I try my best to stay this way. I don't know what Michael Jackson did or did not do, but just the things that no one argues that he did. They were inappropriate and bizarre. Yeah. In, involving a grown man interacting with children. Yeah, yeah. Now, how far that all went, whether that was exaggerated or true, that I don't know. But I just stick with what we do know, mm-hmm. and what we do know is enough. Yeah. Yeah. The Ferris wheel and the petting zoo don't help. It was kind of like when they were doing. It was kind of like they were doing the PR campaign for OJ Simpson. I said, "Y'all realize the best case scenario we got is that OJ Simpson is abusive to wives, women, and beats them up. Yeah. That's the best OJ yeah. we can give you. Right. You know, I mean, let's talk about the things that we do know he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a, uh, it was a bizarre story. And I'm yeah. not sure that I, these appeals are going to. I don't. Do you really want to relive any of that? Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going to be. I mean, what are they trying to do now? I don't. I don't. I guess I some of the, read the I story, guess some so of these know. appeals were, hey, what everybody ruled and and what we got paid, and they let Michael Jackson get away with stuff, and we we have appeals, and these appeals have finally come around, and we're going to go back and tell you that justice was not served. I guess I don't know. It I'm, couldn't I'm, be much I'm stranger, Rick, yeah. than him in pajamas in the courtroom. No, that was weird. Mm-hmm. The, you, you, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much about it. Well, also, strange. you remember that time that guy went to interview him and he granted the interview because he was panicking trying to do his PR. And honestly, yes. it was kind of like when Whitney the Houston Princess Die biographer. You, you remember? Yeah. Y- yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Do you remember when Whitney Houston went on Die and saw you too quick? Yeah. 
because she was so wanted yeah, to crack she, his wife. Yeah, yeah she yeah. wanted to, she wanted to get out ahead of it, but yeah. she wasn't off drugs. She yet. wasn't quiet. Right, there. You're right, and uh, it wasn't. It you was John Michael's walking around buying everything. Yes, you know, like, I'll take two of these and all that. And I'll take two. And of people these. were saying he ain't got that kind of money anymore. He's <laughs> just pretending, <laughs> right? You know, and he would just act like he was going to buy everything. He was in the store. It's weird. It's yeah, weird. You know, yeah. sometimes the worst. That's the reason it, you realize that's why most lawyers say we're not putting you on the stand. Sometimes you're your own worst enemy when you be accused of things, and you 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 know the you can usually set the record straight if you're innocent. The problem is when you try to set the record straight when you're not quite there yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's yes, it's tough. You back to that? back to Chris Tucker. I knew I'd seen him in something. Air, uh, the Matt Damon, that's right. Ben Affleck, that's right. um, Michael yeah. Jordan yeah. film. That's right. I, he play, he he's in that. Yeah, right. You know, I knew it, I'd seen it. It's interesting. You were talking about it's Matt since we're doing entertainment here. Matt Damon. I heard him being interviewed, and you guys may have heard it too because it was one of those podcasts y'all told me about. But I, I guess I knew that. I didn't know it. He was telling the story, which, you know, they won an Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. And he said that when he and Ben Affleck, who lived about two blocks from each other. Did you see the Sunday morning interview? Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no. It, but, but he was talking about the fact that, that they sat down and wrote that because both of them auditioned to get the role that Edward Norton got in Primal Fear. Ooh. And, of course, they didn't get it. He said, we got down to the finals. And he said, so we realized, what's the odds of a script that good coming around again, and then the odds of us actually getting the role. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I mean, this is going to so, take years and years yeah. and years for us to get a good role, so let's just write one ourselves. Yeah, yeah I started to say, didn't they write that? They just they, just, they, they just wrote it themselves, and they basically cast themselves in a yeah. in a movie because <laughs> yeah. they said nobody else ever was going to. <laughs> <laughs> you never get that smart. Yeah, and it was so good. And it launched them. And it launched yeah. both of them, and they, they got an Oscar for what they wrote. Wow. Yeah. So that was – his quote was, yeah, it worked out. But he said, we just started running the numbers. You realize how long it's going to take us to get a meaningful role? Right. Yeah. I mean, so we better write one for ourselves. Yeah. You know, first of all, you got to get the role. Uh, second, something good like this has to come around, which it doesn't come around that yeah, often. you got to shoot it. you got to get it right, out, right. have it promoted, yeah. and be a hit. He said, yeah. i tell you what, we're going to be sitting here a long time waiting on a role unless we write it for ourselves. <laughs> so we better get, get busy. Yeah, and, and it worked out It worked out for both of them. So that's funny. All right, we'll come back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get more of your phone calls before the day is done. We have more to cover today. Don't forget another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. We interview A.J. Rice, his book, The Woking Dead, How Society's Vogue Virus Destroys Our Culture. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Crack is cheap. I make too much money to ever smoke crack. Let's get that straight, okay? We don't do crack. We don't do that. Crack is whack. And um, as of yesterday, uh, Anheuser-Busch is announcing that they're going to have to uh, cut back on their job force, Rick. They're going to have to cut several hundred jobs because of slumping sales. 
have have they have they yet to do the come on out y'all got us has anybody <clears throat> said we went out and we hired a, some kind of hip to the groove uh woke uh agency that created a marketing plan for a fake world that was a total failure in the real world we messed that up and uh and and hey we got to We got to do better. Has anybody? If I, they, I, I have not seen that. Uh, we know market value. They're down close to thirty billion dollars now. Uh, sales are off. Bud Light has fallen from the number one beer in the country to out of the top ten. Um, their workforce, though, is over nineteen thousand employees, according to its website, mm-hmm. and only about three hundred and eighty workers will be impacted by this. But it is a substantial cut. So. Did you ever think that we would be living in the United States of America, okay? And even though we're Baptist, uh, and and uh, you know, I know Bubba's now non-denominational, but you were raised, <laughs> you, you were raised up in I'm the Baptist not church, non-denominational. And when when you when you get, but I'm talking about, you know, what I'm trying to do is say, drop all the how you feel about alcohol. Right, okay? right, right. What I'm saying is this. Did you ever think that you would live in the United States of America where a hardworking blue-collar man, hot from the sun, working hard, that now it would be bad form for him to drink a Bud Light? That Bud Light now carries with it a negative connotation, not 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 about alcohol, about if you're if yeah. you're a beer drinker, that Bud Light's considered. Don't drink Bud Light. Well, everybody, you, everybody you, make fun of you. You yeah. think about how long it's been number one, but this goes back to this theory we heard back during the housing bubble several years ago, right. several de- a decade or so now. Right. Um, too big to fail. Right. That you can be too big to fail, and this is a clear sign that you cannot be too big to fail. Now, Anheuser-Busch has done a good job of having many different varieties of beer, so even though that one is tanking, they still have a large market share, and they're not going to be you know, overly impacted uh, yet. They have lost market value. If you're a stockholder, that's not good. If you're part of these 380 uh, people, but they still are going to have you know, over 18,000 employees and a, a multi-billion dollar company. But um, it definitely was a, I think we'll read about it in the business textbooks yep. in, the, in the future. It's going to be pointed to one of the great mess ups of advertising uh, in our time. It's a Coca-Cola new formula. It's a new Coke in it. And, and I think that businesses need to learn it, it's okay if somebody sits across from you and say that your product is Budweiser, okay, Bud Light, which, and they said we need to reconstruct our image. Okay, oh, yeah, you, you know you're probably right. We probably need to, you know, and, and what I think we need is a transgender woman um, to to promote Bud Light. <clears throat> if your first instinct was, I'm not sure the culture has changed to the point that would be like a great marketing plan. Uh, I agree with you that we probably just want to stay out of this and really not come down one way or the other. But I don't think we're backed into a corner of saying we're we're not going to be relatable to the younger adults that are of drinking age unless we have a transgender woman as a spokesperson. I think there's probably different roads we can take that won't alienate our base. And I mean, why did no one question that and go, I don't know, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And and I know it's because we get trapped in the, in the, these fake worlds. And we talked about with social dilemma, but you would think some of the older people 
in the company that probably aren't sitting around on TikTok and right. and yeah. aren't aren't in that social uh, media world uh, that is fake. That they would have said, ah, guys, I got to tell you, that just doesn't sound right. Yeah, man. That's why you don't. That. That, that's why you don't ever want to get rid of everybody with gray hair. Yeah, uh, they they, it's, they uh, move too fast, yeah. and uh, they stump their toe, and then they're in action. Uh, after that, I think it's hurt them too. I, if they had come out and said, "Look, we made a mistake," now they would have made the LBGTQ that's crowd furious. Anyway. They're yeah. some flag flag. And, and they're and they're mad at them now, by the way, because they have not supported See there. See there. her, her him more. It's never or whatever. enough. It's never enough. Um, so, you know, they they got in the Rick. They got on this thing where they straddle the fence and couldn't go either way. And they still have not really, I mean, they put out a Zach Brown commercial and they put out, you know, Clydesdale, but they haven't Travis really, Kelsey. yeah, they really haven't, you know, made that turn. They're trying, they're trying to find somebody that can tip the scale back the other way, but they really haven't done it yet. And and I think the damage has just continued to grow. I, I think it's going to be harder and harder for them. Eventually, well, I think they'll just scrap that brand and go with something else. Well, let me tell you where they're, where they're mistaken, where they're, where they're missing it. And that's why the... All these, you know, even Garth Brooks calling, uh, you know, and, and Charles Barkley calling people rednecks. But this is what they're missing. It really was the thing that Bill Maher tried to tell the left when it comes to abortion. He said, look, I, I'm pro-choice, but I got to tell you, we're, we, we are ignorant to what we're actually against. You're forgetting that this is not us agreeing or disagreeing on haircuts. He didn't say that. I'm putting right, that in there. Right. But something frivolous as style. You know, oh, you're out, you're out of date. You 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 think go foggy about it? He goes, this not these people think we're killing people. the The opposing view thinks that you we they're that what they're saying is we don't have the right to kill another person in innocent blood. I think they and have in, stayed in, away from that on purpose. And so. until you understand that, you don't understand the argument of right. those who oppose you if you're pro-choice. Okay? Well, he he's yeah. talking about logically looking at it. They don't want to talk about <clears throat> right. that. They, that's not they're they want to win the soundbite argument. Right. Well, same thing with this. We're not talking about style. We're not talking about if it if it's too loud, you're too old. You're talking about a moral issue about gender. And people who 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 look at gender dysphoria as something that that this is beyond bell bottoms, haircuts, styles of music, styles of this, styles of that. You're dealing with a moral issue here, and when you're dealing with a moral issue, this decision is is not to be taken lightly. And you have to make hard decisions now. I, that never has ended, and I hope businesses understand. If you pay off the mob, number one, they're never going to leave you alone because you're never going to do it the way they want it done. And then you paid them off, but then you lost your business. Hmm. What what did you gain? Yeah, You didn't gain anything. So sometimes you have to stand up and say, we're not against you. We're not for you. We just, we're selling a product. You're not going to bully us into doing a marketing campaign for your own selfish reasons. And if you think because we won't do a, a marketing campaign that features a transgender woman that we're anti-LGBTQ, we're going to stand up and say that what you're saying about us isn't accurate and you're the one that's wrong. And But they don't do it. They, they, they give in because people who are loud and scary, you just want the noise to be over. But you could pay off the mob and be left with nothing. And then you're never going to appease the mob anyway. Once they see that you'll pay them, they'll ask for more.
Yeah, the mob is seldom appeased. No, it's never enough. Your only hope is that they lose interest and decide to go down the street somewhere else. Evil mobs are like your flesh. You can never satisfy the appetite. Never. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Shortly, Bubba, the Hunter Biden. Uh, the little little action yesterday in the not guilty. Uh, uh, the the plea bargain went south. You were kind of telling me about it. I know there's we don't have any audio or video from it because I don't think there were cameras in the courtroom. Uh, but the written story says that this whole plea bargain and Hunter's going to be all right kind of fell apart. Yeah, it. Uh, there was a lot of scrutiny in the media about this sweetheart deal that uh, oh, Hunter yeah. Biden was going to plead guilty to a couple of charges to try to get out from under a whole lot of other things going on. Yep. And uh, they had reached a tentative agreement, but the judge uh, read over it, had some questions about it, and wanted to know, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, does this mean that Hunter is free from... Uh, prosecution on other things. Have we is cut this, the deal? Is, is this an immunity deal? Have we spun the wheel that'll end the deal? And the uh, the defense attorneys said yes. The prosecutors said no. And the defense attorneys became highly agitated at that and threatened to tear the deal up. And, and I don't think wow. that's really the position they ought to take in this. Um, but uh, they they the deal completely fell apart. The judge said she would not rubber stamp it. She told the parties to go back and come back to her courtroom in 30 days with a better, more equitable deal. So what we were being told was going to happen just Did, fell apart. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And part of it was that the prosecutor said, no, 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 no. We, we haven't made a, a, a deal that if he pleads guilty to this, that everything else is going to be dropped. The judge also wanted to know if there were any other pending investigations by the Department of Justice into Hunter Biden, and the prosecutors uh, acknowledged that they were. Mm-hmm. So there's something else going on. So the defense attorney, Chris Clark, as you just said, he said then there is no deal then <clears throat> if y'all are not going to let him walk. And, uh, and then he said, as far as I'm concerned, um, this deal is null and void. And, and and I saw something where they were saying the judge told Hunter Biden to get a job or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a few stories <laughs> on that as a as the headline. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, um th- Well, so much of this looks sketchy. Yeah. Um you know, Hunter he he's an artist now, Rick. Oh, he, of course. He sells yeah, art absolutely. for oh, was, lavish amounts of money, absolutely. but it it also was shown that um the the two most expensive pieces of art he sold were bought by high-ranking Democrat donors mm-hmm. who right. had donated That's to the Biden campaign. So it looks like it's a little, uh, you know, a little circle of uh, of money here going around being laundered. Mm-hmm. So we, we do have... And, re- and remember, too, Rick, a lot of this was brought on by Hunter Biden himself. When he went to court, this is a, this is a different case, but you remember when all this really started falling apart, he went to court to try to have his child support payments reduced. Right. And the judge actually, it's incredible that she actually told him he had to document his income. Right. Isn't that an odd thing? And like everybody that, else? That set a lot of all this in motion, the the latest rounds of trouble for him. Well, they obviously think they're the ruling class and they live by different rules than right. the rest of us. And how dare us question them because we're nothing but peons. Well, he's next thing we'll be, make some deals. The yeah. next thing we'll be questioning is why is our climate czar flying around on private airplanes? <laughs> right, right. And how dare us. Right. Uh, so there are a couple of audio clips that indirectly tie uh, with this. And um, 
So looks like looks like when we start in C uh, and D and E that those all go as, as part of it. These Two, are, you're talking about? Yeah, these, yeah, yeah. yeah these are questions that uh, that were the, KJP. Was the that KJP. Were, anytime KGP comes to that <laughs> comes to that podium, I am ready I to don't go. Know that I've really ever heard her answer a question. Yeah. So you just want to do them in order? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. So we'll we'll start with two C. Uh, this. Uh, this is, has to do with uh, the possession of a firearm illegally. So mm-hmm. here we go. A firearm illegally should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Okay. So here I'm going to be, uh, I think I know where this question is going. Uh, Aren't you smart? And I'm just going to continue to say, as it relates to this, the case that we're seeing in Delaware, I'm just going to not speak to that. Uh <laughs> You know, it is funny because the Democrats have been so big on gun control oh, and yes. wanting to, oh, to penalize Bubba. anybody who uh, oh. who has a gun, even legally, uh, which is well, not the case for Hunter because he, he broke a probation. Yeah. Having but why would Hunter Biden uh, keep an evil gun at all? But, you know, they've really kind of you, you don't hear a lot about that right now, mm-hmm. do you? Next, uh, they want to know why the language has changed. <laughs> at one time, the president was saying he never discussed overseas business dealings with the son. But now they've changed the language, saying never been in business with it all. Uh, so uh, they want to ask KJP why, why the change in language. Months ago, you said that nothing has changed when you were asked about the president's previous remarks on his son's business dealings. But the language has, in fact, changed. So I just want to clear this up once and for all. The president has previously said that he has never discussed overseas business dealings with his son. But the White House now says that the president has never been in business with his son. So why the updated language? Which statement is true? Or is this semantics and they're both true? Uh, as I stated on Monday, when I was asked this question multiple times, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. But Except has. the language. Nothing true. has changed. But it has. Except what on you're this. saying. Uh, but it has. So, <laughs> you could ask me a million different ways <laughs> But it has. Uh, but it has. question. Nothing has changed. It has. Still not gonna but answer. it has. Still but, not going to answer but anything. But it has changed, and that's the question I actually posed. <laughs> um, all right. So, Clearly has changed. Uh, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Why do we come to these things? Bubba, here's one of your favorites, Hunter Biden's artwork. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, KJP is going to be asked about uh, – uh, about uh, what's going on with Hunter Biden's artwork uh, and see if she can uh, get them some information on that. Here we go. Uh, Elizabeth Naftali, she's made more than a dozen visits here to the White House uh, and met with some of the president's uh, most senior advisors. Can you tell us a little bit more about those visits, why she was here? I would have to look into that. I've not, I've not been tracking the, these visits that you're uh, mentioning to me. Hmm. Wow. Seriously, so does she ever answer a question? Oh, wow. Ever. I, I just... Hmm. Wow, so she's bought a lot of artwork, and now she's visiting with... It's and, almost like huh. she bought access. Yeah, it? and then 2F... Kind of like what they were peddling yeah, in right. Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 2F, she's just going to finally see if she can't just completely protect herself and say, look, he's a private citizen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. I know many people have been following the news in Delaware today and have and we're going to have a lot of questions. And so here's what I'll say at the top before I turn it over to uh, my colleague, the Admiral. Hunter Biden is a private citizen, and this was a personal matter for him. As we have said, the president, the first lady, they love their son and they support him as he continues to rebuild his life. This case was handled independently, as all of you know, by the Justice Department under the leadership of a prosecutor appointed by the former president, President Trump. 
So for Point anything further, out, as you know, and we've been very consistent from here, I'd refer you to the Department of Justice mm. and to Hunter's representatives, uh, who is his legal team, obviously, who can address any of your questions. Can, can you stop? Can everybody stop talking to us like Hunter's 14? I know. He's Thank 53. You. Thank, right. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. I, I want to point out one other point. question, too. She she had another question, Rick. We'll get to it when we come back, about the economy. Yeah. Uh, the the Federal Reserve raised interest rates again yesterday, the highest in 22 years. Hey. The economy's doing great, though. But if the economy is doing as great as she keeps saying, why are we still raising interest rates? Because but, she told us the other day, we're, in, uh, we're in historically doing well. Shouldn't have to do anything. It should be going down. Classrooms that had them movable oh, walls. Worked. That, and that worked. was a disaster. That was an absolute stuff and absolute disaster. Yeah. Looking at everybody in the classroom. Let's have the open classroom. Yeah, yeah that we, went we well. had the pod format in first grade. Yeah, where everybody's open. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that was probably your time. You can see your buddies in, in their class. Oh, you know? it's terrible. <laughs> I tell you what was bad is when, of course, it happened to me a lot when you were getting a paddling. There, yeah, you I mean, could see somebody getting tore up. Everybody's you know, here. Everybody saw you getting tore up. Yeah, there's nobody. Everybody survived that. Yeah, like made it. Yeah, we survived getting paddlings. We've survived shoot. We survived the bottom of shoes. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, but you know, hey, now that you brought that up, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, when when my sons have friends over, a lot of them will ask, "Do I need to take my shoes off?" That's a, I'm I, I, problem that. They, I think that's being. That. So I guess a lot of families are like that. I, you know, I don't like it. I don't either. Mm. Like I, said, I don't, don't want to take my shoes off. Try not yeah. step in dog crap and all that. Mm-hmm. You Boy, come, you still or just going mud. There. Or just really mud. You know, you know most mm. of the time when you step Hey, we're just that. in Sunday school together. I don't know why I'm in my socks. Yeah, you know, that yeah. seems like it's <laughs> real personal. How did this happen? <laughs> well, we don't yeah, even know I feel each like other. I'm, I'm spinning the night. Yeah, we don't yeah. even yeah. know each other that well. Why, why am I walking around your house in my socks? And sometimes sometimes my socks have a hole in them. Right. Oh. Hams, yeah. when you come by the house, you can leave yours on. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I want Hams to leave his on because I want him to be business. I want yeah, him to get after. I feel unproductive yeah. when I take my shoes off. I do. I know that's a quirky thing about me. I I'm a quirky little man. Well, it's almost I, like you're getting ready Amanda, to take listen, a nap. Amanda gets on to him. Hey, you need to relax. Take your shoes off. But the moment I done. do that, I'm I feel like done. I'm done. I like and when that. we get up the time that we do. If you take one oh, second, oh baby, and and take those shoes off and look away, it's out. Yeah. Lights out. I know Adler. You take yours off from that video yesterday. You well, when I'm working out, looks like he takes everything off. Yeah, when I'm working out, I take all my clothes off. But other than that, I keep my shoes on until I'm about to get in the bed. I don't know what it is. I keep my shoes because I'm taking the dogs out. I'm I'm running up the stairs. I'm running downstairs. I'm I'm getting laundry. I'm, I don't want to stub my toe. But I will say something that don't get they don't give you a heads up about is, and I'm new to this whole having a kid thing, you know, world. Um, when you take your kid to a place where the kid has to take their shoes off and go play around, you you yes. probably will have to take yours off. No too. doubt, you will. I no went to a party. They won't let you through yeah. that door. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went to a party this past weekend. No I'm doubt. like, I'm like, I right, go go have fun, Ruby, and and the lady's like, hey, you got to take your shoes yeah. off too. I was like, well, I'm glad I wore clean socks today. Thanks, Karen. (laughs) No, usually I don't. (laughs) Thanks, Karen. Yeah. So just a heads up for everybody. Y'all probably already know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever been around those people that are kind of demanding about it? Don't come in here with your shoes on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what yeah. I did? You're talking down to me a little bit. Oh, really? Like, whoa, hey, take off your shoes. Like, whoa, yeah. hey, okay, I will. But mm-hmm. that's not norm. Like, that's not everywhere. Yeah. Greg, yeah. now in our whole lives, our dad, 
the minute he woke up, he's putting his shoes on. Absolutely. Oh, he was going to wear them. Because he meant business. He did. Yes. See, well, you want to be ready a, if you got to run. Yeah, well, see, yeah. I have a pair of step-ins where I've smashed the I back love of them step down. In. I keep them by the door. So once I get home and I get my socks, well, if I got to run out of the garage real That's quick, what I, I do. step in them. That's what I, I do. I use my MyPillow slippers, by the if way. If I got to take my slippers, where do they go? Adidas sliders. Love a slider. Yeah. I have to walk Do not funny. like flip-flops. I have to walk funny if I'm in flip-flops or slides. You, you know, like, like I'm kind of like hovering. Slides don't bother me, but I can't wear flip-flops. So you that want that thing between my toes, I can't take that. I like that idea. <laughs> Adley, you want something over your heels. I want something with laces. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> I'm a very busy man. They take your shoes off for you coming here. Who are you? I think I know your husband. Who are you? I've never even met you. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Um, all right, so Bubba, this ongoing thing, and it's making me very, very uncomfortable, and we've talked about it quite a bit. So we it's well documented, and, and you know, where Greg will draft with you, Bubba, and every now and then you'll draft with him, you draft with him a little bit on the peanut thing that, that every week we have. Mm, the, thank Don, you, Don Day. We, we have Don Day. Don Day, the great Don Day. I want the great you, Don Day. I want you all to know what I'm about to say to you, I'm not embellishing in the least. Greg's been hogging them lately. Right, though. yeah. Well, I've noticed that. Just the, the real Don I think he was Just su- the real I think he was surprised. No, that's the one. I think well, he well, was, those were real Don have a G on the bag. Yeah. I think he was surprised. It, like it, a bee to it, me. It, it, I believe he was surprised at your volume. He thought he could share, and he realized, wow, the, 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 that's you, you ever had that happen before? I didn't say say take two bites. I'll give you yeah. the bag with ammo. Yeah, but um, but anyway, this this literally this literally happened right there. I'll show you what happened. I can point to the scene of the crime right okay. there. Uh-oh. Okay, all right. So yesterday we had the Wednesday Bible study, and and Don Day, you know, is here nine out of ten times. Okay. And, toting peanuts. Uh, toting peanuts. And he always, for some reason, puts them in my office. I guess so he doesn't want to be too forward and go in your office well, or whatever. the door's open. And, and so, um, and, um, and you know, and I realize it's the Wednesday Bible studies is becoming kind of like Bubba when you and I used to host a local radio show on the local AM yes. where people bring you stuff all the time. Yes. I'm getting, I'm getting oh, fresh vegetables. Yes, I'm getting all kinds of stuff. Yeah. People bring stuff to the teacher. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyway, um, I'm not making this up. He's standing right there, and I can tell that he wants to engage me. And I'm like, yeah, Don, everything all right? He goes, well, I mean, I'm talking about frantic. <laughs> frantic. He goes, he goes, you know, I'm not going to be here next Wednesday. I said, what? I said, Already worried about I it. I said, Don, that, that's fine. He's cur- he's holding peanuts when he says it. Like, he's got them for Well, he for could nine. have made two weeks worth. Oh, no, I'm not done. No, I'm just Greg, kidding. I'm not done. Greg, I'm joking. Don't get ahead. Oh, no. So he says to me, and this is where I'm mad at you. Okay, <laughs> he says to me, "Poor man." I do. Feel and like that. he goes, you know, he says, well, I, "You know, we don't leave till Monday or, or, or later on Sunday." <laughs> oh my goodness! Greg, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and make some. Can I bring them to you Sunday? Uh-oh. And I'm like, no, no, Don. Rick, I, don't, like I, don't want, I don't want to carry out a bunch of don't peanuts. It, <laughs> don't bring. I don't want to be in church the with peanuts. The simple answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he goes, you know, because I, I think I'll be there Sunday, you know, and uh, and you and Sherry are going to be. I said, yeah. But we're, if it's I, his I, gift, Rick, yeah. let it shine. And, yes. and, I, and, and, look, and look, and I'm <laughs> like, and then I said, Don, nothing's going to happen to you if you don't produce peanuts everywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing going to happen. Well, you, you're not letting anybody down. Mm-hmm. You're like that. Well, could I bring them to you Sunday? And I go, yeah. What I want to do is carry carry all these peanuts <laughs> around church. at church and go into worship with a bunch of peanuts. <laughs> and, and you know, and then, I mean, everybody's going to look. What's with Burgess and peanuts? Right? <laughs> you know, what's going to be like. Do you remember in? Well, uh, you had a ball game. You remember in you Stuart Little when the guy who was Raymond's brother and everybody loves Raymond, that big guy, that yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've never given enough. He's it's funny. A fantastic he's, he's, show, and he's in way. those uh, sub those. Uh, 
Jimmy Johns. Uh, Jimmy Johns commercials yeah. now. But anyway, do you remember he played a small role in that, and he came in there and fixed it when they dropped the wedding ring down Rick, in the – I, I, I but, couldn't watch the talking mouth. But, anyway, but anyway, I know you couldn't. That's a dumb question. I'm <laughs> paying you back for the peanut thing. And so – and he and he, and he comes out from under there, and he looks at me and goes, well, you people like your meat love, don't you? And um, so all I can think about is I'm going to be at church. I'm like, Burgess likes his peanuts. He carries them to church with him. Yeah. He brings them to church. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to look like – He's like Stuart Little. Look, look, how about this? It made sense when our grandfather, every single high school football oh, game, yes. would bring us all bags of peanuts. That makes sense. We're going to a ball game. Who brings peanuts to church? <laughs> well, Rick, he's uh, just trying to get them here. Yeah, Greg, you, do you? And then, and then the pastor's going to look going, I tell you what, if he starts eating peanuts while I'm up here preaching, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I'm a ball game. What <laughs> is, hey, good job. Yeah. Uh, I, I hey, way to go, sports. Mike. Amen. <laughs> what is your level of of care? One to ten, it's ten important. being the most. This is important. One care being the least. Just listen. No, no, no. Care. Okay. You just you'll, fin- you'll you'll understand when you hear the question. Right. One being I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a rip. Or ten, I care so much that you're impacting this man's week he so much. Nervous. Look, no, he's got yeah. to get a plan. Well, you're, first of all, I didn't ask him to do you're it. You're at least covering the so, cost So I'm this, asking. Right? I'm, he's but trying to answer, go on vacation. How, how is your care I level I don't on expect, how much you're impacting his life? I don't want him life? to have to worry about it if he's not coming. One but to ten, coming, Greg. I'd like to see him on top of his game. Right. <laughs> do you want him to go as far as to bring me some Sunday? No, that that's unnecessary. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I got over. <laughs> hey, he no, peanut, Greg is the peanut guy. Yeah. I'm, I get a few every now and then. No, I, I don't eat near the ball. It's something, it's something happening that I don't know about because he looks nervous. It almost, it's almost like that. He Don looked at me like I was a drug dealer, <laughs> and he wanted to inform me that the drop off next next week was not going to happen. Can we get an alternate Tell drop Don off? It's going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, and he's, if he yeah, don't do it, he don't need, he don't have to do it. That man loves now, peanuts really so him. much. We spend a lot of time no, in the production a, room doing work, he and he'll him. get in there and he'll start he tearing up peanuts early. Him. Hits them early. I, I mean, Listen, and he's Don, early he, he doesn't stop when Don does them a little bit overdone. That's way I like them. So you don't care about impacting his week. Do you, you still want? I, I don't. I, he don't need to do that. I, 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 right. I don't want him to have to do that. But what do is want your him? care level on that? One to ten. Just be honest. Just be complete about him being put out. Yeah. How much do you actually think about that? <laughs> about six. <laughs> well, that's honest right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's honest. But that's above five, so that means don't bring him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's close to five. <laughs> no, you you were on the I care side of five, which well, means I care. He does do it. Oh, I thought I care means that I don't want him to put his stuff out and do it. Correct. Oh, that yeah. is what that means. Yeah. Now, well, how much do you 6. care about 5. the peanuts? How, how do much do you care about the peanuts? About nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a big question, and Helms, you're going to love this one. What if Don Day was willing – now, he's not going to. <laughs> he's willing to come to Pleasant Valley and bring – would you let him into no, the wall? No, I would not. Can he come through the wall? Can he come through the wall? Is he there for something? What else? I'm saying is, would you give can him more he, attention than you have Hams? Can he visit? Oh, yeah. Can he visit when Hams comes? Hey, right. Hams, if you'll bring some peanuts, that may be your way in. That's Hams. it. That's it. No, I'm not. That low. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, it's no, always got to be. I, I, I need something out of it, and yeah. that's not the friendship no. I want. Okay, right? you want a pure one? I want a pure friendship. Hey, okay. And if I got to bring, hey, if I got to bring peanuts to pull down the driveway and see Mr. Buddy and say hello to the family, I don't want to. Oh, what about Millie? On, it's not that. What about you Millie? Just to have some. Do you really want to see Millie? I would kind of like to see Millie. I like to see her run off. Weird. Yeah. Like, is Don, Don Day, Day off the hook or not? Yes, he's off the hook. He don't, he don't need to do that. I need some Don Day um, history here. So, he, I guess yeah. he's, he's done he peanuts peanut for a long man? time, and, and he, loves, he has a he system. Where does he get his peanuts? Do you have peanuts in your office now? 
Okay. Oh, he brought him yesterday. Look, you almost lied. That's what, that's, Bubba, he was up worried about next week. The dark he was holding most, this week. Don't dark, miss that. Yeah. The dark ones are mostly gone, but the others, it's full. Would y'all like to see Don go to only the dark ones? That's what Rick, I'm sensing. I'm not going, I, I appreciate anything. That's what I'm this. sensing. No, that's, <laughs> that's Adler. That oh, sorry, guys. I was just open a bag of nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peanuts. Adler, like, where does he, where, where does he, where does he oh, get sure his peanuts? I want, I want to know where he gets his peanuts. Well, I know that, like, because this is a yeah. hobby for him. Because it'll make it even worse if you spend a lot of money every week he, trying to do he, this. He loves to roast peanuts. I got that clearly from his oh, family. I'll make a monthly payment. He, he, he loves to roast peanuts, <laughs> and I do think it brings him some joy. But somewhere along the way, Tara has said it. Okay. And yeah, I don't yeah. know this where. He's on vacation. Don, that's okay, buddy. Right. Unless you just really want to bring it. <laughs> you bring Rick to at church. You know what the you pe- don't want to steal his joy. You know what the Rick? Pe- what if he sets them on your car in the parking lot, Greg? And they finish roasting right. in the how sun. About, yeah. How about this? I'll drive a lift kit, and I won't lock it. Who cares? <laughs> Just throw Nobody them. Nobody wants to climb. Yeah, yeah throw them in there. If somebody will steal lift kit. And yeah. they, they, first thing they got to do is keep from getting hurt getting in. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, no, so, uh, all kidding aside, just playing. No, that's not necessary. For him to put it so, see out. what he does. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not necessary. I found a uh, rotary stainless steel uh, nut roaster for seven hundred and ninety bucks, Greg. If you want to buy one for him, wow. Yeah, what he's got must be really good. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you pay for that when you were working out in those days? Uh, oh, that one I was born with that one. Right, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, What's going on California Highway Patrol officer said they received calls uh, Tuesday afternoon around 440 that a woman was driving reckless on the eastbound uh, of I-80. One caller said the woman was driving a white Chevy sedan and brandishing a gun out the window. Mm. At some point, Rick, she parked the car, got out of her car, stripped naked, and was firing at traffic. Oh, my. Um. The California Highway Patrol said that no injuries have been reported and no vehicles were struck by gunfire. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she's, she is, you know, I, 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 I want to say she this. She can't hide the weapon. She, she does. Well, that one's not really not quite blocked out. out. I was, I was trying to tell Some, you. Well, the ones but, I had were blocked well, out. Well, they're just showing too, it on yeah. this TV. Hey, barefooted, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it has to be hot. Can I tell you that first uh, footage we saw, she actually was holding the pistol like she knew yeah. she was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but that's uh, that's never a good California right there. California Highway Patrol Greg? said they surrounded her. <laughs> Greg Burgess. And she, uh, she initially did not surrender, Rick, but Uh-oh. then did finally. Mm. Well, you know they were thinking. Please don't point that at us. We don't well, a naked woman. If, 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 you, if you go into scripture, jogging, you see, yep. and there you know is, a, this is, and there's a reason for that. When people are under the influence of demons, or they've through drugs or alcohol opened themselves up, and the reason why you see these people strip themselves naked, that it's in scripture. Every time demons take over somebody, they strip themselves naked. Yeah, uh, we don't you, know why. You, you see, but, well, but it is a common a it is a common theme in that. Well, she one of one of the things uh, that I've heard people say, and it makes all the sense in the world. It goes back to the fall of mankind. You know, it tells us that uh, the first man and woman ever created did not clothe themselves, and there was no shame, there was nothing. And then when sin entered uh, the creation, they closed themselves because they were now ashamed of themselves because of the sins they had committed. This now became shameful before God because they weren't pure anymore. So when the demons get uh, get a hold of somebody, they take you and try to shame you back before God and strip you naked. Hmm. And there's a lewdness to it and all that. Now. Mm. Yeah.
Hello there, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to another Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. It's the Friday edition. We'll kick off the weekend with a fun zone, and we'll have the Elite Eight here, so you never know. All tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.